Welcome back to The Simple Truth. We are Kent and Karen, and on this podcast, we're talking about things to consider when looking for a mate. One of the themes that often comes up in marriage is the theme of oneness. And I think a familiar Bible verse is from Genesis chapter 2, where the in the Lord's design for marriage, he says the two will become one mm. flesh. And we often think of it in terms of the physical, but it's way more. Becoming one is way more than just the physical act. Mm, yeah, so oneness mm. is really important. And oneness really refers to unity, doesn't it? Well, it is. It's really something that you build and grow into together. And so when you're looking for a mate, you're looking for someone that you can become one with, not just physically, like we said, but uh, what does spiritual oneness look like? Mm. What does uh, intellectual oneness? Doesn't mean you think the same, but that your thoughts aren't in constant conflict with each other. What does oneness in recreation look like? And right. literally, you're looking for someone you're going to build a life with, not just cohabitate as a roommate. And sometimes in our desperation, there's a temptation to make compromises or overlook some telling signs. Now, we're, we're not going to look at all of those telling signs. Mm. Maybe we'll tackle that another day. Mm-hmm. But today's mandate, really, we want to talk about is how do we develop or what are we looking for when we're looking for someone that we could become one and build a oneness with? Right. And I think uh, there's a term that we use out there often in lots of different ways, and it's called being on the same page. Yeah. And I think we can apply that to uh, relationships and people that are potential spouses. Are we on the same page? And so maybe we can talk a little bit about what would be good to be on the same page about? Well, and even keep in mind that sometimes when we're looking to be on the same page, we're looking to for someone that we can grow to be on the same page, not necessarily be on the same page when you when you meet. And I think as far as realistic expectations are pretty important here because we are two individuals mm. who've been living our lives kind of thing. Like when we met, we were... We, we had some same page potentials, but there was a lot of differences. Still are a lot of differences. Yeah, it's true. But there are some uh, kind of ones that are really important. And I would, I would say that it'd be really important as a believer that you would find somebody that is also a believer in Christ. Yeah. And I think what is our, what is actually our definition of believer? Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes when we're desperate or we're talking ourselves into a relationship, oh, and I good. think it's important we need to... We need to really pay attention and check your motives. Those of you who are listening to this and who are single, you've really got to pay attention. Are you trying to talk yourself into into the relationship or trying to talk yourself out of it? Because we're we're offering this kind of before you get head over heels for each other. Because right. we've seen a lot of times where people try to justify, right, it's true. compromise some of their standards. And you do need to be compromising of some of your standards because you're not going to find somebody that'll tick all the boxes. It's so true. I, I like that uh, analogy of uh, just understanding, are they a believer and what does that mean? And I think we can always measure it around, you know, are they in love with Jesus is really a great, like if you are in love, with Christ, if you are a follower of Christ and a disciple and you're in love with Jesus, you're going to want somebody at the very least, not to be express it the same way as you, but you're going to want somebody to be, I guess, on the same page Absolutely. as you. Yeah. And so are they, are they filled with the Holy Spirit or interested in being filled with the Holy right. Spirit? Or are you filled with the Holy Spirit and they come from a different background? They're believers, but they actually hold a judgment towards uh, charismatic believers mm-hmm. or towards the church or something like that. Now, now those things are real, mm-hmm. but bear in mind the the potential disunity that that can cause right. in a marriage. And right. you need to, 
I think what, what as we talk about these, my concern is I don't want people to feel like you've got to have a list of 100 it's questions true. or 1,000 <laughs> questions. Right. Uh, but if you're going to be one with somebody and your relationship, loving the Lord is at the heart of your life mm. and who you live for, right. then you want to have someone who really wants him at the heart of their lives as well. That's right. You know, and it you talked about theology and are the beliefs complementary to one another and and understanding and I think you mentioned this as well needing lots of room to grow together as disciples in Christ because you know when we are a disciple of Christ we don't just come and like that's it we've got it being discipled in the Lord means constant growth and constant change. And it actually takes you towards maturity. So you want to actually find somebody who's willing to go on that path in their own relationship with Christ, um, maybe a little bit separate from yours, but then you can come together and have some common um, beliefs around things like theology. I think that's very important. And when we're young and starting out, we're a lot more flexible. There's a lot more room to grow together. When we're in our midlife or approaching midlife, we're kind of set. And I, I think that, that that's, you know, can you teach an old dog new tricks? Well, sometimes we overestimate the new tricks that we can teach. And and maybe for those of you that are in midlife, it's not to be uh, speak hopelessness over what you're dealing with, but there's a greater challenge to find somebody without having a long list mm. of things they need to change or things you maybe optimistically think you can change in them right now last podcast we talked about call right and and just how important call is right and so just because um we have a call we wanted to just add on that the person that you may um you know choose to to be with in the future may not have the identical call that you have but there can be a supportive element in the call which is really key isn't it right and i think a lot of people we think of call as just be to be for the mission field right. or the call. Is, no, no, it's like what has God spoken into your life, period. Mm. It may not be that you become a missionary. You can be a missionary in parliament. You can be a missionary oh, running a business. You can be a, a missionary uh, on doing your, your um, working as a salesperson. Right. The thing is, it's not just the job it's bigger than the job but what are god's purposes those oh, things he's good. impressed so deeply on your heart so when it does come to call imagine yeah. imagine you have missions on your heart and you mm. always hope that someday because you mentioned last week remember mentioning that yes actually that that you wanted to be a missionary i did as a little girl i had no idea what i was talking about but <laughs> okay so what if i was a guy yeah and i had no inkling right to ever be involved in mission work or i thought it was dumb right or or whatever it doesn't mean you didn't actually present that no. um, question up front. In fact, I presented to you That's right. uh, about my call to ministry, even though it wasn't clear and I was still struggling yeah. with it. I didn't want the door closed. Mm. So m- maybe what we're um, what we're advocating here is: is there an openness yeah. in the person's heart, a genuine openness, a genuine hunger for the things right. of God, and and even praying for his call yes. in their current job. You could be driving a garbage truck or doing yeah, anything. Yeah, I know. So true. And it's so in, in interesting, even in our situation, we had a call to ministry, but it, it didn't like all come together right away. We, we kind of had to work at it to become our call. Um, and it developed and it matured. And um, um, But there was lots of sacrifices we made for each other in that. And um, I think that's important to know, um, is the person you know willing to make some sacrifices? 
So when it comes to sacrifice, I remember when we were starting out and you were working at the hospital as a ward clerk. Right. And I was working uh, in a the, as a machinist That's and right. we were designing and building automated equipment. And um, I remember a conversation we had mm. and you said to me, what are we going to do? Mm. It was kind of like, what are you going to do about the, the call or about what God has told, put in your heart? Mm-hmm. And I said, why? And I think you said something along the lines of you're not happy in this job and you're not going to be happy mm-hmm. until we start pursuing God's thing. It was, it's it, so true. it sounds very confrontational, but I, it, it really was. stood out. Maybe it was, um, maybe it's a big conversation to have in the first or second year yeah. of marriage, but it was, it really was, uh, kind of the, the catalyst that mm-hmm. meant within a few months we were talking to our pastor right. well, not even a few months within weeks, we were talking to our pastor who was making recommendations and we felt it was really important to submit that to the authority of the church. Right. And we did that together. Mm-hmm. And then we put out some fleeces we together. Did. One of the fleeces was that we wouldn't get accepted to certain places um, or certain doors would close. Right. And it was really interesting at that time you were trying to pursue kind of a, a different career in the machine. Oh, I remember field. that. I remember that. And they completely stopped and stalled the hiring process. In fact, I'd had three interviews. You did. And it was like during that time when that got stalled, it's like, that's when we wrestled through what are we going to do about this call that we have. And so it was really interesting because I got a phone call from the institution that we were going to get further uh, education to, to proceed with ministry. And one of our fleeces was kind of whoever calls first, whatever door opens first, we're going we're gonna to trust that God's in that. And so we kind of said yes. And then literally, I think it was the next day, we got a call from the manufacturing from the plant, plant yes. yes, that said, hey, Hiring process is off now. Kent can come in. Basically, in other words, you got the job. Yeah, and when Very I asked, funny. When I asked about that hiring freeze, how many hiring freezes has this company had? At that time, this is many years ago, it was their very first hiring freeze. Mm-hmm. So I'm applying to go to work there. I write a qualification test. Then I go for my uh, an interview. I shouldn't call it third interview. I went for two interviews after the qualification exam. And in the second interview, they were very optimistic. And so when that door began to close, although we were disappointed, together we were saying, okay, God, they've Mm -hmm. never had a hiring freeze before Mm -hmm. and they're having one now. I know that hiring freezes are normal today. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that was a a huge sign. And then Mm -hmm. when when we accepted the offer to go to Bible college, literally the next day, Mm -hmm. that door opened. Those were tough decisions Mm -hmm. to make together because we were tempted to, Mm -hmm. um, what is the word, waffle? Yeah. And I think this is really what you want to be looking for is that the whole idea, you know, in Mark 10, it talks about uh, this is the New Living Translation and the two are united into one since they are no longer two, but one. And and so when we're talking about this, we're not just talking about becoming one physically, sexually, but we're talking about actually our, God's purposes and plan for you as a couple how does that oneness and unity uh, work itself out? So you want to look for somebody who's willing or is, I can, maybe we can say their heart is there. 
everybody's situation is very different. And what God calls everybody to is going to be very unique and very different. Mm -hmm. Um, Ours was to ministry. But that doesn't mean that everybody's is going to be a call to ministry. Although, as disciples of Christ, we're all kind of called into ministry, aren't we? Absolutely. It may not be an official capacity, but like you said, it might be in in a business capacity or out in the marketplace and in the world. So so the question is, is, is each of your hearts pursuing God for this purpose and plan that he has for your life. I think so. And are the purposes of God central? Right. Or is it a Sunday thing? Mm, or is it like a what one. happens when you bring money into it? Because when we left our jobs, no heroics here. It was the spirit of the Lord both calling yes. and enabling. When we left our jobs, our second year together, yeah. we actually made 25% of what we made our first year. So it wasn't like a promotion we were going nope, for. It felt like a demotion it at times. It felt like a demotion. <laughs> but the Lord was taking us on a journey yeah. of divine provision. We'll, we'll maybe save that for another another story for another podcast, but it was, we were trying to say yes to putting the purposes of God central in our marriage and central in the family that we would build, central in the lives that we would build. And we were both on the same page with that. I can't imagine what it would have been like if one of us was yes and one of us was no or Yeah, dragging our feet. And, and as much as this seems like almost like a lot to ask, you know, the journey and the adventure of following the Lord together, when you find the person that is willing to be obedient to the Lord, it's incredible. Unbelievable. It's unlike any other life. We often now at this stage in our lives, 32 years into marriage and uh, 30 years into ministry almost, we just think, oh, we so often just thank the Lord for the mm-hmm. life he's given us. It's not perfect. It's not about perfection. If that word is in your vocabulary, please edit it out. <laughs> it's been an incredible adventure that he's really given us more joy and more oneness. Yes. Having the same heart. Now, our ministry yep. that's developed over all these years is not my ministry or yours. It's ours. Mm. And and. We sh- yeah, we share it, really, don't yeah, we? We do. And if something happened to one of us, the other one would carry it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just to encourage you that these are just some things to consider. Absolutely. So where do the purposes of God fit mm-hmm. in life? Or does life submit to the purposes of God and get built around them? That's actually your decision. And not necessarily uh, right or wrong, but you want to find somebody who would look at that asking the same questions with the same level of submission. Now, not identical, but with the potential to become one. Thank you for joining this episode of The Simple Truth. 